those days, the giants were on the earth. And also afterward, when the sons of God came into the daughters of men, and they bore children to them. And the workers of the arts The infantry of iniquity Initiates of the dark Fallen councils Infiltrating hearts Perverted programmers The serpents of the market It all started with Samyaza And the workers of the arts The infantry of iniquity Initiates of the dark Fallen councils Infiltrating hearts Perverted programmers The serpents of the market Bound by mutual imprecations With a reservation of everlasting chains Far from grounded corners Different directions And as it rains Oaths were sworn The rain fell to earth A painful birth And the men of growth were born The clothes that were worn To disguise the halo are similar to the parables of the floodwaters Never returning is the result of a rainbow The daughters of Cain know how to be enticed While well, the sons of God the teacher reach to the ones that never asked for their advice The price? Destruction through the means of a deluge The tempted flesh and epic of Gilgamesh With just three views of things to come Charms and enchantments, weapons and enhancements Claiming the kingdom Some taught the art of working metals The cutting of roots got acquainted with all plants Including their petals While purifying one's eyelids Wanted for changing the features of many creatures And creating hybrids So why did they get cast into a pit that was bottomless? We're not abandoning the planet Task at hand is what brought them to this Judgment, so will you question me? Remember, you're giving your life over to one of the fallen known as destiny. destiny, destiny, destiny. It all started with Samyaza and the workers of the arts. The infantry of iniquity, initiates of the dark. Fallen councils, infiltrating hearts. Perverted programmers, the serpents of the market. It all started with Samyaza and the workers of the arts. The infantry of iniquity, initiates of the dark. Fallen councils, infiltrating hearts. Perverted programmers, the serpents of the market. Yo, these serpents persist in the practice of fallen synthesis. For the true blueprint, seminate. From higher instruments, like the custodian prototype divisions and modes of life, we all prevail. Male and female, the cobra strikes. The way our material merchant stripes, like a sergeant, divergent to murder life. The current's tight, but there's a light of a certain type that can emerge into death and rebirth into waters of life. Look for your servant of the furnace who's purging your sight, like John the Virgin and Miriam of the tried Christ. Prince of Peace is the centerpiece, anointed by five trees that never wither to a river of leaves. Souls asleep in these holes so deep, beware the clothes you reap before your soul beliefs. Cause if you Forge your sheets in the soldier sheet Then the sword you'll meet in the torture seat Because you'll forge the seat with your corporal feet And be incorporated by the corrupt demon elite Weeping and gnashing your teeth Attached to travesties in your trivial pursuit For powers and majesties Dark principalities The dragon's hierarchy Giants of renown Tyrants of anarchy The chaos of aeons The chaos of aeons it all started with Samyaza and the workers of the arts The infantry of iniquity initiates of the dark Fallen councils, infiltrating hearts Perverted programmers, the serpents of the market It all started with Samyaza and the workers of the arts The infantry of iniquity initiates of the dark Fallen councils, infiltrating hearts Perverted programmers, the serpents of the market And Enoch walked with God and was no more And Enoch walked with God and was no more And Enoch walked with God and was no more Read his book of secrets to find the serpents of the whore it's the chemtrails, guys, it's the government lies It's the poison in the water, then the media lies It's the chemtrails, guys, it's the government lies It's the poison in the water, then the media lies So open up your the rise of the chemicals They gotcha, this tyranny is medical Military generals masquerade as your doctor Pills become bullets then they poison your water A pharmaceutical army built to slaughter Till men in masks come for your wife and your daughter Whoa. Now what? Here they come for the guns And God and demons 
dead nuns, time to run With no place to go except Honduras With a man called Foretold Jones Sculling bones, invade the skies with robot drones Check the infrared radar for UFOs Silver and gold, behold the weather's controlled By genetically modified hybrid clones Built in bunkers with subjects under mind control Injected and observed in the combat zone Now come on It's the chemtrail skies, it's the face all the time just be a dog run around catch frisbees pee on a fire hydrant life's more rewarding and you get access to lots of treats catch salty talk mondays and wednesdays and every friday for salty's weekend warm-up 4 p.m eastern time add a little salt to your life and be more dog Check us. 
part of it. But you'll never be a part of it. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember. All I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. <laughs> yes, it is Tuesday, January 9th, or July, July 19th, 2016. That's been a while, I know, I, I, I wasn't here last week, I was on vacation. It was a great vacation, I got to spend a lot of time with my wife, so you're going to have to excuse me, you know. We all need to take a break and, and spend some time with those that we love, right? I mean, come on. Here's to the first 52, RazRadioLive.com, RadioFreeBlood.com, or RadioFreeBlood, and RadioChaos.Live. You know, it's been, uh, it's been a long time since I've spoken with any, all of you guys. You know, it's been, uh, it's been a very interesting couple weeks. Uh, and I haven't talked to you guys in, I think this is week three. This will be three weeks since you've heard from me. And I apologize about that. Uh, we had an inter- internet issue one week. Last week I was on vacation. But tonight I'm coming back. I'm coming back hard. And I'm ready to bring you some quality, good entertainment. You're going to be surprised with what we got tonight and who we're going to be talking to. I'm actually a little excited about it myself. Uh, I just, I actually just found this guy. His name's Tim Black. He'll be joining us at 7.30. He's from the Tim Black Show. We'll learn about him. You guys know how I do my interviews, especially first-time interviews. Uh, we'll spend the first couple minutes just learning about each other, and we'll get into the topics that I want to discuss. Obviously, at the top of the list, uh, there's going to be a lot of police talk, okay? Well, let's just put that on the table right now. we got to realize, uh, and it's not just police talk. There's a lot of things that are involved in this whole situation. That's why I'm bringing Tim on, uh, to really get the the view from from another side, from maybe a side I wouldn't I wouldn't normally look to, you know. It, it, he's a progressive. At least that's what he claims to be. He's a progressive. He's a Democrat. He leans towards the left side. You know, we got Wayne here on our station. Our, sorry, Wayne, our token black guy. You know, we got to have one. I hope Tim doesn't take that the wrong way or any of his listeners. We, we have fun here at this station. Uh, but Wayne is a Republican. He's a black Republican. So so I'm going to be getting a different angle, a different side, a, a, a viewpoint that maybe I haven't got yet or that I, I, I haven't really thought about yet. So I'm excited uh, to speak with him. We, we are going to cover on a bunch of other stuff as we lead up to that. Uh, and of course, I'm on call tonight. I've been on vacation, so you will hear my phone in the background. I apologize about that. I can't really do anything about that. i got to be able to hear it. Uh, let's start out. You know what I'm really excited about? I'm done the e-cigarette. 
I've gotten myself off the e-cigarette. I haven't had it for, oh God, when did I stop? Last Wednesday or Thursday was the last time I took a drag of my e-cigarette. And it hasn't really been that hard. I think it was pretty easy because I was on vacation. And I was down to zero for a while there. And I didn't want to smoke anymore. I mean, there's some things I still want to smoke, but I didn't want to smoke anymore. So I'm really happy about it. I'm really, really happy. It feels great. I've been kind of, you know, teetering on a little bit of a cold, so it's been kind of rough the past few days. Uh, doing other things that I like to still consume. I've been coughing a little bit. And maybe that's just the last of that, that crappy oil or that crappy uh, uh, e-cigarette juice coming out of me. But it's, it's so nice to be off it finally. I'm finally, after over 30 years, nicotine-free. I don't have a required daily intake of nicotine anymore. I've released myself from that demon. It is so wonderful. I, I love it so much. It, it is still a little weird, though, because I don't know what to do with my hands yet. I'm still having that hand issue where I, I'm not really craving nicotine. I'm just, I don't know what to do with my hands when I get done eating or, or uh, certain times that I would always normally be dragging on my e-cigarette. But hey, it's the next evolution of life, correct? <laughs> Let's see, where should we uh, begin? Uh, you all know I don't really talk a lot of polit- uh, politics. Uh, I'm not going to get real deep into the election crap. Um, I know we got our listeners that that support Obama, we got our listeners that support Bernie, we got our listeners that support Johnson. I don't, I don't really think anybody that listens to me would support Clinton. I, I, I would be completely shell shocked if somebody listening to me supports Hillary Clinton. As a matter of fact, nine four one four two one zero four zero one. Please call me if you if you support Hillary Clinton and you listen to me because that would that would really just blow my mind. I guess there maybe there's one person out there. I mean. We have a decent listenership. There's got to be at least one person out there that uh, that supports Clinton. I mean, right? There has to be at least one. I mean, in in the rule of, of numbers, and, and that's why I sound a little stuffy again tonight, guys, because I haven't been feeling well. It started with a sinus thing. So I apologize if I'm too much for you. I'll, I'll try to not do it too much. Uh, but, you know, just in, in, in the basic rule of numbers, there has to be at least... One person. One person has to support Hillary Clinton that's listening to me right now. One person. We'll wait and see if that happens. But the reason I bring that up, and and again, I'm not going to get deep into this whole dog and pony show going on right now, but I find it very entertaining. Um, What's her name? Melania? Melania? Whatever the hell her name is. Trump's wife. I find it very interesting that her speech was... Basically the same as Michelle O's eight years ago. Now, does that mean that Trump's speechwriters are idiots? Does that mean the elite are just trying to clue us in that, oh, well, you know, really, he's all part of the system. And this is our little Iggy to you that he's part of the system. And we think you're that stupid that you won't even notice. But then again, the news has even been talking about it. And I know I'm letting a distraction take me the wrong way, but I, I just... I just want to share this with you for a moment. Well, I guess you got to unmute it before you can share it, don't you? You know, I hate technology sometimes. I mean, I hate it. I just hate technology. Barack and I were raised with so many of the same values. 
Like, you work hard for what you want in life. The values that you work hard for what you want in life. That your word is your bond, that you do what you say you're going to do. That your word is your bond, and you do what you say and keep your promise. That you treat people with dignity and respect. That you treat people with respect. Because we want our children and all children in this nation to know that the only limit to the height of your achievements is the reach of your dreams and your willingness to work hard for them. Because we want our children in this nation to know that the only limit to your achievements is the strength of your dreams and your willingness to work for them. It's <laughs> just so close. I mean, it's just so close. It's ridiculous how close it is. You know, I heard a I forget what talk, it might have been Drew Garab, I forget what show I was listening to, but I was listening to some talk show today, and they were talking about how she is the uh, uh, antithesis, antithesis, whatever that word is I'm trying to say, of, of of what Donald Trump is completely against. She's an immigrant, she has an anchor baby. And uh, what was the other thing? Uh, there was one other one. It, I just found that very uh, interesting that somebody put it in, the, in that way. <laughs> so, again, I'm not going to really uh, that you should see the discussion going on underneath that on my Facebook. If you guys want to follow me, Sean Raz Patello on Facebook or at Sean Raz on Twitter, uh, that would be how you find me. But it, 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 this, this, the conversation this strikes up is just amazing that even the... the I just think I just think it's the the elite's Iggy saying, you know what? Here you go. She yeah, he is part of us, so don't worry about it. You're you're still gonna do what we want. You're still gonna you're still gonna vote for him because that's what we actually want. Or is that not what we want? What do we want? Do we know what they want? Do they know what they want? I think it's it's become pretty obvious that this is a rigged game that we're playing. I'm really not going to, I mean, I'm going to participate in it. I'm going to vote. Uh, I'm going to more than likely vote for Gary Johnson. I'm not really super happy with his running mate, but I think that my kid's playing outside with his buddy right by the window of my studio. That's why you could hear the kids there for a second. Uh, I'm not really super happy with his running mate, but Trump didn't choose somebody that would have made me want to switch over. A matter of fact, those of you who have listened to me for a while, you know my theory that I think once he gets elected, if he gets elected, and he is really the true um, person that everybody wants to believe he is, I think he'll be assassinated within the first year or so. And that way they have uh, their Bilderberg attendee, from what I understand, in line to put it into place. Did uh, Jack Blood chat room was uh, Pinnis or whatever the hell his name was he uh, was he a Bilderberg attendee? I believe I saw that somewhere. So if if anybody over there in the, the Radio Free Blood uh, chat room can let me know, uh, if you guys like to chat, who's listening in on any of the other stations, you go to uh, Mixler dot com forward slash Radio Free Blood, and he's got a decent chat room in there. You can listen from there. I'd rather you listen. Uh, well, obviously, I'd rather you listen from my station, but. You know, at least you can get in there and see some of the chat going on. I, I really need to start promoting that because we have a chat room on, on Raz Radio, but we don't really use it. Uh, but this chat room really gets used well. And there's some great information that comes out of there. Pay the speech for 
So that's my little thought on the uh, Republican National Convention. I'm not watching it. I have no intention of watching it. I have no intention of, of involving myself uh, with that end of it. Now, we are going to get into the, the shooting of the law enforcement officers. We're going to get into the Louisiana shooting, um, the, the shooting of law enforcement, and the shooting of, of uh, Sterling, I believe, was, was Louisiana. We'll get into all that later on. I don't want to get into that yet. One of the things going on at the RNC right now that really kind of grabbed my attention, concerns me, uh, Das Fish, if you listen to Salty Talk, he's been saying for two years now that we're going to have martial law and there will be no election and Obama will continue to be our president. And even though I, I, I can see what he's saying, or I could see what he was saying, and even though I did remember the stories of, of FEMA camps and the stories of the coffins being stored up, the mass co- coffins all over the place, you guys remember those stories from 2009, 2010, these big black stacked coffins, which, of course, places like uh, uh, Snoops, Snopes you know, debunked that it was nothing, it was just grave liners. And then we see the possibility of, of, of with all these the, the, this violence going on, the, the shooting of the law enforcement officers, the shooting of the civilians, the U.N. Uh, resolution uh, being signed in, which we'll talk about that, or the U.S. approving the U.N. resolution to protect citizens in danger. We'll, we'll read about that uh, here very soon. But what has come out of Cleveland? What what? What, what was said in Cleveland that, that is something we should probably concern ourselves with? Today, the head of one of Cleveland's largest police unions called on Governor Kasich to temporarily restrict the state's open carry gun laws during this week's Republican National Convention. The shootings of uh, six police officers in Baton Rouge this morning prompted the request. The terror attack in Nice, France last week had already ratcheted up concerns about security here in Cleveland, where an estimated 50,000 people are expected to attend the convention. Warren Savage tonight joins me here. Uh, so let's talk about how the recent events impacted security, how it's handled here at the convention, Martin. Yeah, it's been staggering. I mean, almost every single day in the lead-up in the last week to this convention, there has been some new security issue that has been raised as a result of some tragedy, whether it be terror attack overseas or whether it be shooting incidents in the United States. The police have been working with the Secret Service for over a year and a half working on the security plan here. They made adjustments in the last few days. They say that. They openly admit that. Even going down to putting snow plows now in public places to act as barriers against anyone who might be crazed enough to use a vehicle to try to break through. The latest concern now is, of course, that those who are trying to secure the convention are themselves now being targeted. And you heard the police union chief who was asking not only for uh, that there be a lifting of this open carry rule here in the state of Ohio, but also he's asking that their officers be teamed up. That's not a problem here. The officers here are working not in just pairs, they're working in groups. And everywhere they go, they're usually backed up by federal authorities as well as military personnel that have their back as well. So, once we uh, try to temporarily remove a constitutional right, uh, especially in a state that allows for open carry... You know, that's like letting the camel's nose under the tent. Once he gets that nose under there, he's not going to stop. And let's get ready. Let, let's let's prepare everybody for what we want. I have a problem with that. Nobody, if, if, if 
most people who are going to open carry probably aren't going to cause problems. It's like somebody made a comment on, on one of my feeds today on one of the posts, one of the multiple posts going around that are uh, stirring so much entertainment on my Facebook and Twitter. Uh, I made a comment about, uh, um, I posted a video of the riot police that looked like they were in some kind of halo gear. I mean, it looked just like out of the video game. The helmets, the padding, the it, it, it just looked like Halo. And uh, somebody made a comment about, well, you know, uh, when you have protesters concealed carrying and open carrying, uh, they have a reason to be fearing, fear, fearful. Well, wait a second. When was the last time a protester pulled out a gun and started shooting up the place? And yeah, you know, there's been some incidences of that. But the most recent incidences were not the protesters that did that. And you know what? Maybe if some protesters were armed, it wouldn't have been as bad. Or maybe it would have been worse. But to try to take away law-abiding people's right just so the police feel safer doesn't solve the problem. Just like when they try to, and keep in mind, and this is, I'm going to get into what I don't want to get into, so I'm going to probably take a break here in a moment. But keep in mind, every one of these attacks, they try to blame on BLM. Now, I am not, I don't support any big group. Let me let me make that loud and clear. I didn't support Occupy Wall Street. I support their message, and I supported their right to display that message, their right to protest for that message, but I didn't necessarily support Occupy. I don't support Black Lives Matter. I support their their message that citizens, a lot of black, black tends to be the, the main ones we see, but as we know, we can look at the statistics, and it's it's not balanced that way. But... There is a problem in the black community. Now, we're going to take both sides of this. I've got some audio I'm going to play after this break of a man blaming the black community. I'm sure Tim uh, is not going to blame the black community, but I'm sure he can admit that there's issues within the black community that needs to be corrected. Now, listen, I'm a short white guy. I didn't grow up in a black community. You know, my high school was 2,500, maybe a little bit more than that kid's. Out of that 2,500, I think there was maybe 10 or 15 blacks in my entire high school. That doesn't, that doesn't mean I don't understand the plight that they're looking at. I grew up listening to NWA and, and Public Enemy and, and watching Boys in the Hood and, and Colors. And, and I paid attention to what was going on to that, that group of people. But I never had to live it. So I, I, I get what Black Lives Matter is, is trying to stand up for. I get it. It makes sense. There are people that are going to try to misconstrue the message. There are people that are going to try to blame them for these shootings, where both of the shootings of the law enforcement officers, both times, the shooter prior to the shooting came out saying he was not affiliated to any groups. So you can't blame Black Lives Matter. 
You could probably blame the pharmaceuticals and the military training that both those guys had. Hmm, was it even possibly MKUltra? I know, that's going down the conspiracy course. Watch the Manchurian Candidate again. If, you, if you've never seen the Manchurian Candidate, watch it. It's well worth just contemplating that maybe our government is that evil. Maybe this is all part of the plan. The reason I brought up the, 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 the coffins and the FEMA camps that we were talking about years ago is this isn't a, a two-week plan. They didn't just decide a year ago that they wanted to you know, try to round up everybody and, and, and put us in camps or get control of our minds or make us zombies playing some stupid game. This has been a long-term plan. This is something that, that they've been wanting to do. That they've been plotting and planning since, probably since 1913. They've made changes to their plan throughout the years. You well, know, the civil rights movement came in. They had to use that to try to, and again, I think everybody has should have the same rights. Don't get me wrong with what I'm about to say. I don't agree with the civil rights movement, though. I don't agree with, with some of the things that came out of that. Because some of the things that came out of that, even though they ensured people had rights that they were not allowed at the time, that they should have had anyway, because we have the Constitution, it took away rights of other people. Uh, it took away rights from other people. That is where I don't agree with that. That's kind of where I don't agree with some of the things Black Lives Matter stands for. But I don't blame them for the shooting. Yes, there are radical fringes that associate themselves with Black Lives Matter. Now, do you blame every single Christian when when uh, the West Baptist Church does something stupid or when some Christian uh, radical goes out and, and shoots up or bombs a... Uh, I, I know this is the same comparison everybody else gives, but you, you have to give that comparison. You can't blame that. It's like blaming the entire truth community uh, for one guy that claims to be a 9-11 truther flying a plane into the IRS building or, uh, you know, doing something stupid. It, it, you can't you can't wrap it all up in one neat little package to try to to try to direct what you want. It, it just doesn't work that way. It's not how the game is played. You know, I've heard, I've heard Black Lives Matter being called anti-cop. This is not about anti-cop, though. That's what everybody fails to, to realize. This movement, well before Black Lives Matters was around, was led by people like um, Adamo Freeman, by, by organizations like Cop Block or, or um, Filming Police. Or photography is not a crime. Well, before Black Lives Matters became a, a, a thing, there were organizations and people out there standing up for police accountability. It's not about hating cops. I think we should show police the utmost respect, as long as they're displaying respect to us. And everybody has the right to, to speak their thoughts. 
long as you're not calling for the death of someone, the murder of someone, then, of course, you might be stepping a little too far. Maybe then you might be stepping over the line. It's possible, right? All right, I'm going to take a break. Uh, recatch my thoughts here. Make sure I'm in the right track and the right direction and where I want to be going. Uh, don't forget, Tim Black will be joining us about 7.30-ish. Uh, he'll be calling in. Uh, and I look forward to talking with him. I think it's going to be a great interview. I watched some of his show last night because I just found him. I didn't really know much about him. So it's going to be exciting. I look forward to talking to him. Guys, you'll listen to the first 52. I'll be back with you soon. Stress of a world in a mess From the war in Iraq To the crack in the streets To the AIDS epidemic And corrupted police To the homeless, the hopeless The sick and the poor The rich keep getting richer While the poor despite the wars Now somebody must see this too Somebody must feel the way I do Just like a race car driver from going off the tracks Or a cool breeze blowing at your back I'm a two-way ticket on a one-way route I'm the rain and thunder that knocks the power out I'm a loaded gun, I'm a holding one First and star, I'm a burning sun I'm a saint to some, but a devil to the rest So just show me the stage and just cut me my check Cut me my check The thunder in the distance and the trumpets of the gods The fires of revolution got the rebels singing songs Screaming, bring our soldiers home It's not where they belong We don't want to work your shitty jobs Or fight elitist wars Or eat the happy pills Just sell and make us done and bored We've had it up to here And we're not taking any more The time will come soon When they'll settle score Now somebody must see this too Somebody must feel the way I do Just like a race car driver from going off the tracks or Star, I'm a burning sun, I'm a saint 
agent just cut me my check. Cut me my check. Corrupted governments killing the innocent Fuck the poor, feed the rich Oh, you bald man Rock stars up for season Hollywood's lame Top 40's bullshit and TV's the same Just Sunday drivers in a race to save our souls Bailing down the freeway on the wrong side of the road Have you ever called into your favorite talk radio program? Only to encounter this? And felt like this? That never happens when you dial 941-421-0401 at RazRadioLive.com, we answer right away. And pow, you're live on the air talking to one of your favorite hosts. No screeners, no delays. Try it now, 941-421-0401, and avoid 941-421-0401. If you're a new listener or a seasoned veteran, don't be scared. 941 941- Four two one zero four zero one. We welcome all. We know how it feels to be ignored. Razradiolive.com. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. The sonic symbols everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the truth. I'm ready. It's a dangerous love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Stand for Flip freedom here and now. Undo the spell. Only thing that's on my oh. mind is who's gonna free this town Bring tonight. Really need a word Growing up a pyramid It's all Illuminati 
how you can go from being Joe Blow to sucking you old daughter dick like a homo. CIA recruitment, that's for sure. We know you like a fish stick, sucker. We got photos. Gay escorts, bohemian past, little bitch at the Grove that everybody asks for. If you ask Taylor Swift, she'll say he's an asshole. Behind closed doors, he's Jay Z's favorite back door. Turned out, sold out the love for his people. Just like Barack Obama saying evil. Now they'll probably call me racist like we're living in the 50s. Even though my telescope went to Cynthia McKinney. McKinney. Yeah. But they can't understand how Bilderberg's hand is behind this racial plan. White power, black power, better read the art of war. No power, one power, what the fuck we fighting for? Freedom. We're standing up to the drama that they do bring. Just check the left hand, see the G ring. And mock rituals, what are they unleashing? Masonic rituals, live on TV. It's all been exposed, like Versace clothes. Just like MK Ultra, it's on my control. You tripping when you ain't sipping. Have a refill, you feeling like you in prison, huh? That's cause that's real. We got to do better, man. 2015. We didn't do too well in 2014. Police brutality came to the fore. Um, I don't think there was necessarily a rise in it. I think um, all of a sudden now we ha we all have cameras in our pockets. So I think that's kind of what happened. It's not like wow, the police really had a crazy year. <laughs> it's like you know, maybe this has been happening a while. But we didn't know about it. And that's part of the disconnect. It's part of the disconnect that people think, it doesn't happen to me, so it can't be true. That's the problem. You know, there's a disconnect. Just because something, just because you haven't experienced something, doesn't mean that it's not real. Think of police brutality like a Tyler Perry movie. <laughs> You may have never seen one. <laughs> but that doesn't mean they don't exist. <laughs> You're not the intended audience. S same with police brutality. <laughs> and the other part of the equation, even more importantly, I think is this uh, implication that we're not allowed to talk about the police. We're not allowed to discuss how they're doing. I'm a comedian. I'm in front of audiences seven nights a week, in front of the public, basically saying, what do you think about how I'm doing? Being reviewed moment to moment by the public. You see cars in New York City all over the place. Phone numbers on the back. How's my driving? You can just pick up, oh, I don't like that guy's driving. <laughs> but somehow we're not allowed to say, uh, it seems like the cops have been killing a lot of black people. 
try to whisper it's best I can. <laughs> so I don't know I don't know what the answers are other than talking you know talking out loud sometimes sometimes into a microphone sometimes not and feeling it feeling it because it's uncomfortable right you even feel it here now even talking about police brutality is uncomfortable but at least it's not police brutality. <laughs> Imagine what that must feel like. <laughs> it's better than that. Maybe that should be the new program. The cops just come up and talk to black people about police brutality. <laughs> black people are like, this is really uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, but we have scaled back. <laughs> Brad Friedman for bradblog.com. You're listening to the first 52. God only knows why. This was all you, none of it me. You put your hands on, on my body and told me. All right, guys, welcome back to first 52. RazRadioLive.com, Radio Free Blood, Radio Chaos. Hope you got your break on. I hope you did what you needed to do. You know, everybody needs to do their own thing during their break. Uh, I just found that comedy clip. Literally, during that break, I, I just found it, and I thought it was perfect. It was just perfect for what we're talking about right now. It, it's just what we need. Uh, fucking laughs. Let's have some fun. We need, to, we need to eliminate all this hatred. How do we eliminate the hatred? How do we get everybody to calm down a little bit? Do we need to, do we need to eliminate pharmaceuticals? Should we start spraying instead of chemtrails? Maybe we should spray fucking weed lines in the sky. Maybe that'll calm everybody down a little bit. Maybe that's the way we can actually, you know, try to be happy. It's so disturbing to watch what's going on in this world, especially when you have children. I have three beautiful children. One grandchild. I don't want to see this crap going on anymore. I really just don't want to see it anymore. I don't know. I, I kind of like that song. I don't know why. I know I kind of fagged myself out a little bit to, to like that song. But hey, nothing wrong with it. I like the song. All right, we're going to start, <clears throat> we're going to start getting ourselves into the, the mental side of what we'll be talking about with, with Tim when he joins me at 7.30. There's a lot of different... Jesus Gracious, I'm sorry about all the noises, guys. I normally don't keep my phone up, but again, I'm on call for work, so I got to be able to hear it. I mean, I can turn it down a little bit so it won't be quite so loud. Um, I, I do want to start setting the tone uh, for for what what Tim and I are going to be discussing. There's many different sides uh, that that are hard to to grasp. You know, again, as was said in that comedy skit, <clears throat> it's. We're not the audience that it, that police police brutality is intended for. At least I'm not. Maybe some of you listening to me are. But but we know that we're not the audience. I live in a, in a small little town. Again, where I live now here in Florida, we don't have a lot of blacks in this little town. Doesn't mean I don't like black people. It just happens to be that that's where I live. You go a couple miles up the road and there you go. You got them all. Is that a bad thing or a good thing? No, I think we should be able to live together. 
I don't know why we see that kind of separation. Well, money people live around where I live. That's part of why it's like that here. Oh, where is this thing here? There it is. Couldn't find my mouse for a second there. So Tim and I will be... I, I want to start winding us up now to what him and I will be discussing. Discussing. And what angles we should look at this from. I don't want to play his audio until I have him with me. This was one video that came across. No, I don't want to do that yet. I don't even know if I want to play that at all. It was a, it was a guy... Uh, really just putting down Black Lives Matter and blaming the community. Quit blaming Whitey for everything. Well, Buzzy, <clears throat> weed lines. Kevin, I'm glad you liked that one. I was really trying to be a little happy there. As we watch all this going on, and we watch it from a different angle, listen, I I, I share just as many stories of, of white teenagers being gunned down by the police or beat by the police. You know, young girl down here, and I believe it was the Tampa area, uh, was arrested, kind of was just being stupid, ran out of the police station, the cop tasered her, and she went face first on, or back first onto the ground, and she became a vegetable. She was basically dead at that point in time. So uh, we could go to the girl, and I think it was South Carolina, a white 19-year-old girl that was at a, at a, at a party, a field party, and freaked out when the cops showed up and tried to leave, and the cop jumped in front of her car and because he feared for his life, he shot and killed her. Or how about the white dude with the with the white T-shirt on that has headphones in that walked away when the cop pulled up, and he got shot because he was reaching for his phone to turn down the radio so he could hear what the cop was saying to him. It happens to all races. <laughs> Excuse me, sorry. It's unfortunate that... <clears throat> We can't discuss this as police being held accountable or as true police brutality. It always has to come down to a racist issue. But I don't believe it is a racist issue. That goes back to what I was saying earlier when I was discussing how organizations like Cop Block or filming police or photography is not a crime have been there well before Black Lives Matter was there. And everybody needs their voice, and everybody wants to share their voice. And everybody has an opinion on this. One of the opinions I read this week that really, that really uh, actually brought tears to my eyes as I was reading it. I I read it to my wife, and it might even do it as I'm reading it to you guys, because I read it to Lexi, because I wanted her to hear it. Uh, the, The lead singer of Killswitch... Frontman Jesse Leach put out a statement last week about what's going on. And and what he says in this statement is things I have said repeatedly. Repeated it. Repeated it. Oh, it's going to be one of those nights. Repeatedly, I've said a lot of these statements. And it's important that, that people like this are coming out and saying these things. I mean, really, it's the only way we're going to be able to fix this is is if we bring it to the forefront. Us conspiracy guys, us little radio guys that have been doing these these shows for a few years or, or 10 years or however long, we've seen this coming. You know, Scott Ledger commented on one of my posts that I posted, uh, um, which led me to the conversation in the coffins and stuff. He said, you know, it seems like you kind of chest thump once in a while. I wonder who you're chest thumping to. 
And you know what? I think we should chest thump. I think we should beat our chest proud when things we have discussed for years are now in front of us, are now feasibly happening or actually happening. So what did Jesse have to say? Knowing full well the insurmountable ridicule and abuse I may receive from this post by those polarized in one direction or the other, I cannot stay silent anymore. I realize my thoughts, concerns, and observations may mean nothing to you. If that is the case, simply stop reading. For those reading on, thank you, and back to your regularly unscheduled program of social media to resume in a minute or two. I can't take a side or allow a hashtag to define my grief. We all have our ways to mourn with respect. I have been contemplating and mourning the current state of the world and this country for days now. I still find it hard to find the words, but I wouldn't be able to look myself in the mirror tomorrow if I didn't attempt to formulate my thoughts and speak my mind and heart. I mourn the murder of any human. The fact that we as people use death as a political platform or an agenda is despicable. The denying of deep-rooted inequalities is also equally despicable. How can we foster progress and actual equality when no one is willing to listen to each other? We must be willing to be considered and walk in one another's shoes to find understanding. I don't see much of that, sadly, just division and disregard for one another. What a sad, troubled, and shockingly ignorant state of affairs we are caught up in these days. The division between us as people grows daily due to tragic events paired alongside calculated disinformation and false flag or wagging the dog. Look up these terms if you are not familiar, and then examine certain current events that changed over time. There is much outside of our history books and news reports to learn from. These days... We are swallowing blindly what they feed us. Instead of uniting to stand against a common enemy, the ones in power that manipulate justice and care not for the common people. Instead, we are divided against each other. While we bicker and fight over hashtags and who's killing who, the clandestine dismantling of this country and the world economy continues unchecked. Racism, among many other warped and conditioned hateful thinking, is alive and well, people. It is being arrogantly displayed by many on both sides of the current issue. Yet we are distracted by social statuses, fantasy games, and vanity glued to our phones like zombies. We swallow manufactured media as clickbait conspiracies to occupy our minds. We have been warned for decades about these times from literature to movies and songs. Yet here we are in the midst of yet another crucial downfall. And we, and all we are doing is infighting and pointing fingers at each other. When in fact, the blame lies upon those in high authority. Those very few at the top who oversee the passing and amending of laws. The controlling of wealth and the distri- distribution of power are the divisors and the dictators of the system. We have been conditionally dumbed down, divided, and controlled. This is idiocracy in full effect, but the vast majority can't see it. 
we have been indoctrinated brainwashed so cleverly, patiently, and precisely that the vast majority are completely unaware of the state of emergency. We lash out against one another in fear and anger. Anyone trying to make a change and speak out is violently or verbally struck down by an opposing view. It's either that or threatened, ridiculed, or simply silenced in death. How many more of us will die before we realize the truth has been disguised? How long do we allow those in control to manipulate us, humiliate us, steal from us, and kill us like pawns in their game of power? There has got to be a better way. There has got to be a radical change. Sadly, I fear the worst, as it seems most are too far gone, trapped in the matrix, as it were. The only thing I can offer is my personal actions, my lyrics and my music, my choices, the companies I support or boycott with my money, the effort I will put forth to be understanding, compassionate, and yes, loving when I have the strength. My faith is that there is enough good with us all to begin to heal and help one another, even in the small, simple ways. For those of you who believe in God, I urge you to pray. For those of you who gather in protest and activism, do so in peace. For those of you in uniform, show honor and control. For those of you who have compassion and charity to give, give in abundance. We are facing troubling times, and I feel it will only get worse before it improves. In the meantime, pause and think before you speak or act, and ask yourself, am I a part of of the problem or a part of the solution. You can control and change the way you think and act. Think about this, if only for a moment. I am just a man trying to find understanding and do the best that I can to help in any way I will. Anyway, I will continue to strive to write lyrics and songs for all of us I will strive to be an instrument of light and hope in this world of darkness. But it, it's but it's all I have and all I can offer at present. I am heartbroken for us all, but I won't give up and try to make this world a better place one little tiny effort after another. Be good to one another with respect and sincerity. I don't think it could be said any better than the way he said it. And he put it all in one one statement. You could go through my shows over the past two, three years, almost four years now, and find me talking about each one of those things that he addressed, each and every one of them. One of my mantras is being a human being. That's all we all are. We're all human beings. Black, white, Chinese, Mexican, Haitian, whatever you are. We're human beings. We all have red blood that flows through our bodies. We all have family members that we love deeply. We all have freedoms that we want to keep. We cannot allow these these dirt balls, 
that have been fighting for a long time to take it all away from us. We cannot allow them to take it away from us. And only we can stop it from being taken away. Only us. Nobody else can stop the removal of our rights. Nobody else can stop the killing of of police officers and, and stop police officers from killing civilians. It's only us. Are you going to be part of the problem or part of the solution? Where do you stand with all this? What do you believe in? What does your heart tell you is the right thing to do? Protect our necks from the stress of a world in a mess From the war in Iraq to the crack in the streets To the AIDS epidemic and corrupted police To the homeless, the hopeless, the sick and the poor The rich keep getting richer while the poor despite the wars Now somebody must see this Like a race car driver from going off the tracks Or a cool breeze blowing at your back I'm a two-way ticket on a one-way route I'm the rain and thunder that knocks the power out I'm a loaded gun, I'm a holding one I'm a bursting star, I'm a burning sun I'm a saint to some, but a devil to the rest So just show me the stage and just cut me And the trumpets of the gods The fires of revolution Yet the rebels singing songs Screaming, bring our soldiers home It's not where they belong We don't want to work your shitty jobs Or fight elitist wars Or eat the happy pills Just sell and make us done and bored We've had it up to here And we're not taking any more The time will come soon When they'll settle the score Like a race car driver from going off the tracks Or a cool breeze blowing at your back I'm a two-way ticket on a one-way route I'm the rain and thunder that knocks the power out I'm a loaded 
perfect gun, I'm a hole in one, I'm a bursting star, I'm a burning sun, I'm a saint to some, but a devil to the rest, so just show me the stage and just cut me my check, cut me my check. Corrupted governments killing the innocent Fuck the poor, feed the rich Oh, you fucking man Rock stars up for season Hollywood's lame Top 40's bullshit and TV's the same Just Sunday drivers in a race to save our souls Bailing down the freeway on the wrong side of the road Have you ever called into your favorite talk radio program? Only to encounter this? And felt like this? That never happens when you dial 941-421-0401 at RazRadioLive.com, we answer right away. And pow, you're live on the air talking to one of your favorite hosts. No screeners, no delays. Try it now. 941-421-0401. And avoid... 941-421-0401. If you're a new listener or a seasoned veteran, don't be scared. 941 941- Four two one zero four zero one. We welcome all. We know how it feels to be ignored. RazRadioLive.com. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. The sonic symbols everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the truth. I'm ready. It's a dangerous love I'm affair. Can't be scared when it goes it. down. Stand for Flip freedom here and now. Undo the spell. Only thing that's on my oh. mind is who's gonna free this town Bring tonight.
can go from being Joe Blow to sucking dual door to dick like a homo. CIA recruitment, that's for sure. We know you like a fish stick, sucker. We got photos. Gay escort, Bohemian past, little bitch at the Grove that everybody asks for. If you ask Taylor Swift, she'll say he's an asshole. Behind closed doors, he's Jay Z's favorite back door. Turned out, sold out the love for his people. Just like Barack Obama saying evil. Now they'll probably call me racist like we're living in the 50s. Even though my telescope went to Cynthia McKinney. McKinney. Yeah. But they can't understand how Bilderberg's hand is behind this racial plan. White power, black power, better read the art of war. No power, one power, what the fuck we fighting for? Freedom. We're standing up to the drama that they do bring. Just check the left hand, see the G-ring. And mock rituals, what are they unleashing? Masonic rituals, live on TV. It's all been exposed, like Versace clothes. Just like MK Ultra, it's all my control. You tripping when you ain't sipping. Have a refill, you feeling like you in prison, huh? That's cause that's real. Tuscan from the intelhub.com. You're listening to the first 52 on RAS Radio. All right, guys, welcome back to first 52 RAS Radio Live.com, Radio Free Blood, Radio Chaos. Live. All right, I feel a little better. I got that out of me, you know. Sometimes just you just gotta you gotta do it. You gotta get emotional. I actually had to step away and just breathe for a second after that that whole uh, reading of of uh, kill switches statement. I, I, I mean, really, think about what was said there. Think about what was said. It's it's what we all believe. It's all what we all want. I mean, it's it's just what it's what we should do. Why why do we have to hate so much in our society? Why 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 why? You know, I've got I've got people I respect and I and I I, I hang out with and I talk. Well, I don't really hang out with because I haven't seen him for four years. But Buzzer Bob, he's one of my listeners. He's a good guy. And you know, Buzz, you're right. There is sometimes there is a time to kill. Yes, that is true. I understand. There's crazy people out in the world. But, you know, not like I'm claiming I want this to be done, but if we're going to claim there's a time to kill, maybe there is a time to kill people that we don't want to see killed. Again, I'm not encouraging or wanting people to go out and do that. But if you're going to sit there and, and, and use radical Islam, which I know is what you're using as your example, Buzzy, saying, you know, we have to kill them to stop it, some people that are out there being seeing people they care about being killed by law enforcement think the same way. They go, you know what, I need to do this to stop it. And then you've got military-trained people who have done most of the shootings here who who probably, in my personal opinion, are more MKUltra-type uh, a lead. 
This was all made to happen, wanted to happen, directed to happen, allowed to happen. One of them. It's what they want. And it's not going to stop when they continue to treat people the way they treated Patrick. Patrick Mulney, I think his name was. or We'll get his name here. We'll get his name. It takes a second. Let's listen to this, how, how this goes down. This is a, a, a an execution doing, of a warrant for Michael Clay. What's your name, man? What's your name? I'm going to ask you one more time. Okay. We, need, well, we probably need to talk to you. So, what's your name? Stand up. Stand up. Stand up. All right, this is 24-year-old Patrick Mumford. Patrick Mumford. Keep that in mind. Oh, come on, play. Oh, there it goes. I'm sorry. It's not Michael Clay. Stand up. Turn around, put your hands in the car. What happened? Turn around, put your hands in the car. What I do? Man, what I do? Y'all ain't telling me what I do, man. Dude, you got a warrant, dude. You got a warrant. There are no warrants for Patrick. I came back from my probation officer. Get your hand off the wheel. This is going to get mad for you. No, man. Hey, Jack, call my people, Jack. No, man. Yeah, Taser? No. All right, Taser. 38 seconds it takes to go to, let's tase this guy. Tase him. Tase him. Tase him. Get your hand out now. You, you got three seconds. Three seconds. Did they attempt to identify him at that at any point in time in that in that uh, encounter? Get, get your, three, two. All right, take him. Get off. Get off. Dude, stand back. Stand back. Get out of the car now. We're not telling you again. You have a warrant. Get out of the car. Take him. Take him. But he doesn't have a warrant. There is no warrant for this individual. So here, here's the main point of this, because i got a caller on the line, and i got uh, Tim coming up here in about 15 minutes. This individual is sitting in his car. Cops come up, ask him his name. He says, my name's Patrick. He goes, well, you have a warrant, which they don't have a warrant for a Patrick. They have a warrant for a Michael. They begin to attack this individual he just wants to know what's going on show me the warrant you know give me some information here he's not being resisting in the beginning he's kind of confused he just got home from seeing his probation officer you'd think if there was a warrant for him his probation officer would have had an officer there waiting for him that that's part of the problem this is what per- perpetuates this this anger and hate all right buzzy i know you're here to yell at me what do you want on that deal you just played that's part of the problem i agree have you seen but that video? The, the, no, I have not seen the video, but by just hearing what I could hear of it, the guy, granted, he did nothing wrong or whatever, but today's day and time, if a cop tells you to put your hands out the window, put them out the window. Just comply. Otherwise, you're going to get shot. Well, in this cops situation... Are, you, cops, are scared, <laughs> co- cops are scared to do their job. Well, this, first of all, wait, Buzzy, Buzzy, first of all, this is from July 16th, so this is before the second round of shootings. I think it was, it was, it might even have been the same day of the first it's been shooting. It's going on for way before July. It's been going on for a few years. Right. But I want you to, tells you. I want you to go watch this video because this is not like a, a traffic stop. This guy is sitting in his driveway. There's family. Yep. They're like around the car. You know, they're just kind of chilling at the car. So you have to watch the video and then, uh, you, you know, you can give a little more of express, but I know you called the yellow me because I called you out for the Muslim thing. So go ahead. 
this is, is not only the I said all evil should die, and I strongly believe that. Now, it's not only radical the Islam that should die. It should be governments that should die. It should be rapists, child uh, uh, molesters. All them people should die. That's that's pure evil for the betterment of society. And everybody's running around. Black lives matter. All lives matter. No, all lives don't matter. Evil must die. That's the way I strongly feel. Well, never change my mind. I don't care if they got moms or dads or whatever that loves them. They are still fucking evil. Well, you know, and I can't disagree with that, and that's why we have a, a complete and total great justice system that's supposed to control this and ensure that those that deserve to die, die. I mean, that's, that's really what we expect our justice. Just, cause I, I believe in, in corporal punishment. I believe, or capital punishment, I believe in the death penalty if you've and, taken a life. Yeah. But but you need to be you need to be found guilty of that. You you need to go through the process. I don't believe in in creating evil, which this government and other governments have done in the past, in order to, to perpetuate what they want to allow them to just go in and kill everybody randomly as they feel. Congressmen, senators, I don't care who it is. Presidents should die if they're they're over there purposely killing people over fucking oil or whatever. No, that's wrong. Well, I, I again, I don't disagree with you, and and I don't disagree with you with the radical Muslim either. I want you to understand that. I just don't believe that that's. I I believe we wouldn't have radical Muslims if we would have kept our shit together, thirty, forty, fifty years I have ago. Nothing. I had one time I was that I hated all Muslims, but then I I woke up on that part. All Muslims do not follow Sharia law. It's the, the assholes that follow and believe in Sharia law are the ones that need to die. Simple as that. I couldn't argue with that at all. All right, Buzzy, let me, uh, that, that, I want to well, wrap one, up this one story. One more thing about these cops. One go, more thing about go ahead, cops. Go ahead. Now, this last video you want me to watch, I'll, I'll go back and watch it. But if the guy was doing nothing to nobody and they come up there, yeah, them cops should be arrested, fired, and put Jail and princes, just like anybody else. Well, it's even funnier is, is in the end of the video, they find out that they were wrong, never apologized to the guy, and then the cop says, well, oh. we should have gave me your ID. And he's like, you didn't ask me for my ID. I tried to give it to you. So you, go watch that's, the video. you got to check it out. That's, that's where you turn around and take them to court. Yeah, well. and sue them, get them, get, if you don't get no money out of the deal, big deal about the money. Get them fired where they can never work in law enforcement again. Unfortunately, this dude had already had a, rec- a, a history and a record, and now they're, they're, they're using... Well, his resistance as as more of a reason to put this poor kid in trouble more and all he was was a nonviolent drug offender he they had like some weed or something some cops should not be cops they they do not have the mentality to be a true law enforcement officer i can't disagree with you buzzy all right i got a guest What's coming that? up in 10 minutes you know that? how i am man hey one more thing what's that one more thing see you later see you buzzy peace out man that's buzzer bob you got to love buzzy he's a good guy he, he's got a good heart for the most part all right, let me. Uh, we, we're not going to play that video some more. I did want to take. a I know I just took a break. Uh, it's only been like ten minutes. I've been back. I want to. I want to take a refresher break and and just you know roll through everything. Uh, once we get Tim on the line here, well, I'm going to organize some things here. Make sure I got it all lined up right. Because I know his his crew of listeners should be jumping on board here as uh, as the time moves on. So. I'll be back with you in a couple minutes. When I get back, we'll listen to Tim's speech and what what brought his brought me brought him to my attention. And we'll go from there, my friends. You listen to the first fifty two Raz Radio Live. I will. I don't know. Be back. I guess.
your name again? John Reyes? Four Toad and Lexi. Do I mention Four Toad? Sure. Oh, Four no. Dave. Dave. <laughs> hey, it's always great to be on the first 52 with Sean Raz, Four Toad and Lexi. You know, I think that's how my shit. What am I, give me a script here. Come on. I can't do this. You're putting me on, under pressure. Bob, don't worry about it here. And uh, Dr. Bob. Dr. Bob, yeah. Dr. Bob Tuscan. It's Bob Tuscan, and you're listening to the first 52 on Raz Radio with my buddies Sean Raz and Lexi Raz and that guy Forto. Hey, this is Steve from the Chocolate, Chocolate Drop. Drop. And, and if, if you, you haven't, haven't heard the show, show lately, here's, here's a little, little bit, bit of what you've been missing. Woo, my week is over. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> 
Damn. See how Steve get down, right? Steve's wicked. You see, you wicked, Steve. I slap you again. There ain't no cameras in here. I don't know what her problem was. Why she was licking people's cheese. See, black people mess it up for everybody, man. You know, somebody black to complain. And they call me a racist. The back of the toilet looks like a Jackson Pollock. Um, I like that. You ever seen a vein this big? <laughs> oh my god. Um, I like that. She ate a rubber glove and she had to have her dog. <laughs> insane. It's absolutely insane. Um, I don't like that. Saturdays, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time, RazRadioLive.com, and Salty Talk Radio. We talk about wheat. I just wanted to take the time, take the time, write this to you myself because I think you get a bum rap. People always got something negative to say about you, man. I don't get it. I don't get it. I mean, you guys do a great job. Great job. We should be more appreciative. Appreciative. You a hater Just because we called for help And you came an hour later Maybe you was extra busy Stopping criminal acts Some even said you pull people over Because they black All of y'all do a great job Keeping your scope on us And I refuse to believe You would plant some dope on us They had to be wrong If you busted in their residence They even lied and said You created fictional evidence I gotta commend How you handle situations Shot a youngster Beat his mama And got a paid vacation I know it's hard being you So why would they question in everything you do we know it's all for our protection passing through our neighborhoods spying at night some consider it harassment and denying our rights you had to have a good reason for attempting to hurt us because i know that y'all would never ever do it on purpose Dear Mr. Policeman, why is everybody tripping? I just don't understand. I know you out here in the streets doing the best that you can. If I could meet you face to face, I would shake your hand. Dear Mr. Policeman, why is everybody tripping? I just don't understand. I know you out here in the streets doing the best that you can. If I could meet you face to face, I would shake your hand. Dear Mr. Policeman, them tickets you wrote for me costed over a grand. Didn't think that I was speeding, but you got me because. And since I know you wouldn't tell a lie, I guess that I was. Kind of struggling, so to not pay them is threatening my freedom. Thanks for showing up to court to make sure I didn't beat them. And we don't make it easy when we see y'all coming. Instead of just letting you beat us, we be struggling and running. I know you hate it when we make you have to use that stick. Sorry. And by the way, the taser and that pepper spray did the trick. I'm still walking funny. Hope my vision kicks back in I know that I was wrong, sir I'll never jaywalk again Somebody told me you was jealous Cause their car was brand new I said the police jealous? That can never be true Maybe one day I can be as clever as you You care about us So you monitor whatever we do Dear Mr. Policeman Why is everybody tripping? I just don't understand I know you out here in the streets Doing the best that you can If I could meet you face to face I would shake your hand Dear Mr. Policeman, why is everybody tripping? I just don't understand. I know you out here in the streets doing the best that you can. If I could meet you face to face, I would shake your hand. 
Pardon me, Mr. Police Man. These cuffs are cutting off the blood flow to my hands. It's amazing how you kick that dude all in his face and beat the case, even though they had it all on tape. I know you love the people in the hood. How could you fake it? And that missing drug money, I know you didn't take it. I don't understand why people accuse you of hate. I know you only follow us to make sure that we safe. I saw nine of y'all against one, beating the brainless. That 65-year-old woman must have really been dangerous. Cleaning up the streets is your top priority. You qualify for this. Why would we question your authority? You only working hard following training. Why the hell are the Mexicans and blacks complaining? You gotta be the closest thing I've seen to perfect. And everybody that you locked up, they had to deserve it, yeah. Dear Mr. Policeman, why is everybody tripping? I just don't understand. I know you out here in the streets doing the best that you can. If I could meet you face to face, I would shake your hand. Dear Mr. Policeman, why is everybody tripping? I just don't understand. I know you out here in the streets doing the best that you can. If I could meet you face to face, I would shake your hand. Hey folks, how you doing? It's your man Tim Black. What's up, Wolfpack? This is news for people who can't stand the news. Listen, in Baton Rouge earlier today, there was a shooting. Now, this shooting that occurred is being manipulated and used as a bludgeon to pound on Black Lives Matter and black people in general. And I just want to let you know it's all a bunch of BS based on witnesses. Not me, not my opinions, but witnesses. A witness says there was a shooting between men today in Baton Rouge. He knows because he was working nearby and he witnessed some of it. He saw a man laying on the ground shot. He said there was other shots. And then the cops rolled up. One of the men who had an assault rifle tried to get away. The man with the assault rifle apparently started shooting at the cops. This was not a planned attack on cops. Nobody called the cops to get the cops shot. It looks like men were shooting each other, and then cops showed up, and one of the men decided he didn't want to go to jail today. Now, this is a horrific event, but this is not a planned, staged, strategic killing of cops. You know, citizens shoot each other all the time. No one cares. We go, oh, well, it's not even news anymore. But if you think someone shoots a cop or three cops, oh my goodness, this must be a reason for us to say the world is coming to an end. It's a horrific event. We need to stop shooting each other in general. But let's not pretend that being a cop is the most dangerous job in America when it's not. It's more dangerous being a cab driver or a window washer. But this is not going to get Bill O'Reilly money. This will not get CNN more ratings, will it? But it's the truth. I'm Tim Black. Thank you very much for tuning into this. And I will give you updates as they become apparent. Shame on you, Mark Dice. Shame on you, Alex Jones. And shame on you, Alex Jones wannabes, trying to make this something about Black Lives Matter when you have absolutely zero proof. All right, guys. I'll see you next time. And um, don't you let nobody take your cornbread. I'm out. Shameless mainstream This is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com. You're listening to the first 52, God Only Knows Why. All right, guys, welcome back to the first 52, razradiolive.com. That clip I just played is exactly the clip that brought this next individual to my attention, made me go, you know what, I need to talk to this guy. I need to, I need to pick his brain. I need to, I need to get some more understanding of... of of that side of the argument. 
I need to. So I want to welcome I want to welcome Tim Black to the first fifty two. Tim, how you doing, my friend? Hey man, how's it going, Sean? What's going on with you people? Glad you could have me on, man. Uh, I'm glad you joined joined me tonight. Uh the way I like to do interviews, you notice that we didn't really communicate before uh, the interview here tonight. I like to to get to know somebody off the cuff. You know, I want to I want to introduce myself to you. I want you to introduce myself yourself to me and my audience, and, and then we can flow from there. Um, so 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 you understand who you're talking to. Um, I grew up in in South Jersey, right outside Philadelphia. My dad was a an oldies DJ in Philly for I don't know thirty thirty five years. And, and I grew up around a lot of police officers because of, of his status and what he did. Um, I moved down here to Florida, I don't know, about 10 years ago. I'm a, I'm a father of three kids. I'm a grandfather of one kid, of one grandchild. And, and I just want to see the world, uh, do the right thing. A lot of people call me a conspiracy theorist. If I had to label myself, I'd say I'm a libertarian. And that's kind of the, the direction I lean. Um, so that's who you're speaking to. Uh, introduce yourself. Um, to my audience, and 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 tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, that'll work, Sean. Well, uh, yeah, I'm a wa- native Washingtonian. I currently live in Maryland. I've always lived on the uh, East Coast. I uh, uh, started doing radio, uh, public speaking, things of that nature. Man, kind of got involved in social media from that direction. From doing digital content was an easy trans, you know, transition. Uh, I am, uh, I guess you'd say, independent. You know, I'm independent. I'm getting involved in politics lately, more of late than usual, because of the election. I think what's at stake is very serious. We should take it that way, but also believe local elections are important. Uh, I don't particularly like being labeled as a particular uh, group, uh, but I would say people say I'm progressive because I believe there's certain certain things we need to do, like legalize marijuana. We need to decriminalize it. We need to end mass incarceration. We need to protect our earth, our planet, because if we don't have a planet, where our kids going to live? Like common sense approaches to a lot of things. Um, and I, I, I guess, uh, yeah, I think that would about sum it up. Yeah, no, I, and you know what? I would agree with uh, everything you've said so far. So that's a great way to start an interview and, and, and to start a relationship, because when I get guests and I, and I bring people onto my show, I hope to develop a relationship where, you know, every every few months we at least have a, have a half hour, hour, two hour discussion. You know, uh, that's part of what I try to do, because as broadcasters, as people in, in this industry, uh, whether we're paid or not, we need to to branch that olive or, or, you know, reach out to each other and work with each other because uh, I watched your show last night. It was the first time I had ever watched your show. I just found you yesterday and you intrigued me and, and I enjoyed what I watched of your show. Uh, I, I'm a, I'm a uh, early to bed type person, so I got maybe you know an hour or so of it, and I enjoyed it. Okay, you you entertained okay. me, you know, and and I like your opinion and I like the way you're coming at things. Now, the clip I played is the clip that got my attention because you were the first person I had, I had heard come out with that um, that that witness account. So have right. you have you investigated into that more, and where do you stand with that? Well, actually. Uh, there have been more than one source. There, there, there are two names that you need to know, your audience needs to know. One is Marquise Gibson. The other is Brady Van Sale. Now, these are both two eyewitnesses that were on the ground on, on, in Baton Rouge when the shooting occurred. These are two people they don't know each other. One's an African-American black guy. The other one's a, uh, a white guy, all right, uh, Caucasian. 
So, you know, different walks of life, walks of life. One works, I think, at the Walmart. The other guy works, he uh, puts in floors. He's like a, like a handyman. He was working at a shelter doing some work there. They both heard the shots. Uh, separately, they went out to investigate. What's the shooting going on? This was before police arrived on scene. And they both witnessed this shooter exchanging gunfire with someone. Now, the person he was exchanging gunfire with was not dressed as a police officer. They saw one man who had been shot on the ground, and they said he was exchanging fire. Now, this, though it's not being reported in mainstream media, was reported initially. But I think at some point, mainstream media decided this is not the narrative we want to run with. Uh, and you know and what's funny? reporting it. You know what's funny, Tim, is, is when I saw that video, the first thing I put out was, this can explain the initial reports of three shooters. Hey. There you go. Exactly. You on it, Sean. You know what's up. That's the exactly. first thing that came to my mind when you said that, because if you recall, all the initial reports with both the Dallas and um, the, the Pulse shooting here in, in Florida and the, the Louisiana police shooting, all of them claimed more than one shooter. Now, if you follow, I'm a conspiracy guy, uh, if you follow the conspiracies, all the time, this is what we get. We get initial reports of multiple shooters. You get that at Sandy Hook. You get you get it all these shootings. So that that's the first red flag that raises for me when the report changes to now we have a lone gunman. Exactly, and that's what caught my attention. Now remember, I, now I'm not a conspiracy theorist. Whatever you know, first of all, I don't like that label because I've come to learn that that label was kind of given to be disinformation. You know, my my listeners kind of educated me to that. I'm like, wow, that makes sense. You know, if you if you go and you de delegitimize someone when they're making a statement by saying they're cuckoo or they're you know they got these wild imaginations, well, you you take a lot of fire from them. So I understand that. But let's just say for the record, man, I'm not really one of those guys that that has these types of thoughts. It's just that I was following the story, right? And I'm not someone, Sean, who just automatically believes what you tell me. So I don't know what you label that as. I'm just, I'm just a, a pessimist. <laughs> as intelligent. You know what I'm I would label that as you intelligent, know? my friend. That's how I would label that. You can't believe the initial of anything that they try to tell you, especially if it's coming out of that square thing in your living room. You can't, can't, can't there trust you them. Yeah. Hey, Sean, the thing was, man, they never explained why, where were all these shootings coming from, where, where, where all the other fire, gunfire came from. Like, they never explained it. It just went away, brother. Well, you know, yeah, exactly. With the Pulse shooting, with the Dallas shooting, and with the Louisiana shooting, we have these. I mean, the Dallas one is even more is even more outstanding uh, because of of the the way it was done. And, and they're saying, well, we've got multiple shooters at, at elevate different elevations that are coming down on us. That was the initial reports, and then we got one guy that was able to perform all that, and he was just a reservist that was a carpentry guy in the reserves. I was Army. I was a reservist in the Army. I don't know if I could really move like that. You know what I mean? So, all right, so we got that understanding here, and, and, and I, I hate when they try to throw anything. I mean, if you have the, the Pulse shooting here in Orlando, um, they, they immediately threw that at, at ISIS. They, they immediately blamed that on, on influence from ISIS. Uh, which, of right. course, this was uh, really, in my opinion, was a guy that was gay that lived in a very extreme Muslim family and went, you know what, 
I, this guy upset me. I'm going to go shoot, and then I'm going to tell. I know I'm going to die when I do this, so I'm going to tell my dad, or I'm going to make it look like I was supporting what he believes in. So now I look like the hero to him as I die as a martyr for my father, and, and my whole gayness goes away then in his eyes. That's my opinion wow. of the Orlando mm-hmm. shooting. Um, gotcha. As we as we watch these things and how they 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 uh, just continue to to change and move along. This, the the Black Lives Matter has been blamed and called anti-cop. Uh, they've been blamed for the attacks like this. And I don't know if you got a chance to tune in earlier, but one of the things I pointed out was that before Black Lives Matters was here, we had organizations like Cop Block or, or uh, Filming Police uh, or Photography is Not a Crime who, who right. have always been out for police accountability. I look at Black Lives Matter, and I see them wanting accountability. I know there's a little bit more to it, but all they want is accountability. There you go. So yeah, I, I would agree with that, yeah. yeah you know, give me your take on, on where, you, where you see um, the, 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 the direction of Black Lives Matter and why, why they seem to be able to pull these connections to try to um, uh, make them look like the bad guy. You know, I just, I think it's a politically convenient way of dismissing blame and avoiding responsibility and scapegoating someone else as the bad guy. I mean, I agree with you, Sean. Look, man, Black Lives Matter is not an organization that you go into. It's one room. They sit you before a panel before, you know, they, you know, and they decide they're going to cross-examine you before they knight you with Black Lives Matter. Anybody can pretty much go buy a t-shirt. And say, hey, I'm Black Lives Matter. I'll go show up at a rally and say I'm Black Lives Matter. I mean, I'm a Washington, native Washingtonian. We love the Redskins down here. Anybody can get a jersey, buy a ticket, and go to the show. Anyone. And if you start acting up and acting a the fool, they'll say, hey, there was some Redskins fans who tore down the club or tore down the bar. But is the Redskins team actually responsible for a bunch of IRA fans? So that's the same way I look at Black Lives Matter. Now, I think Black Lives Matter does some great stuff, but once again, sort of like you said, there's going to be bad apples, but by and large, it's just about accountability. Accountability. The Black Lives Matter organization, if, just imagine if they were around, around in the 50s and the 40s and the 30s. I mean, just imagine if they had cell phones in the 50s and the 30s and the 40s, brother. See, that's all it is. There's no war on cops, just like there's no war on Christians and no war on Christmas. It's just now we got footage. We got footage, son, and now we can see. It's different when someone says, hey, man, the cops beat me up. Even his friends will look at him like, you sure? You know, you sure that's what happened? Right. Yeah, it's different when you got footage. Now the unbelievable to the masses becomes the more believable. So that's really the issue. And that's put you as a law enforcement person who all this time for hundreds of years, now you got to think about it, for hundreds of years, the, the institution of police have been able to get away with doing pretty much whatever they wanted. It'd be your word against theirs. Up until like the 1970s, black people couldn't get a fair shake with the cops, even if they, you know, unless they were, you know, rich and famous. And even then, you was risking your life. I mean, they had no accountability to the African Americans or, I, I would say, minorities or poor people. I mean, they pretty much did whatever they wanted to do. But now here comes technology once again, Sean, like I said, and that's the issue. So when they blame Black Lives Matter, what they're really upset is that times have changed and they can no longer avoid accountability. 
I mean, they really are still avoiding it, though, because 95% of uh, police brutality reports don't even get uh, beyond investigated. Well, and that's so, a big problem, too. That, and, again, that falls in the accountability, besides the fact that they're not required. You know, you have these people that pull out these FBI statistics and try to try to make these FBI statistics take away some of the uh, impact of yeah. what's happening. But, but they're, they're not – police departments are not required – to report to the FBI the, these numbers, so that's why it takes oh. independent independent journalists like us who who go yeah. out and look up you know killedbypolice dot com and and try to really read into what happens. That, I, it's, it's still sketchy. Yeah, you're right. It's not a full tabulation. I just put matter of fact, I just put out. I'm about to put out a video. I just shot a video because I'm responding to uh, Sheriff David Clark, right? Because he. He just did an opening for the RNC, and he went on. I think it was a Don Lemon show, and and I'm, oh, I'm, that I'm was a heated, a yeah, that was a heated yeah. exchange those two had. Here, here's the deal, man, and everybody. I hope everybody understands this. Listen, man, look, man, I'm not against cops. I don't think cops should be shot in the street. Also, I'm not against citizens. I don't think citizens should be shot in the street. And in, in 2015, 51 cops lost their lives in the line of duty. But that same year. 1,186 citizens lost their lives being citizens, you know. So when we look at the difference of disparity of deaths um, by, by, you know, involving law enforcement actions, whether it be civilian or being cops, who's the ones losing their lives? We're the ones losing our lives. Yeah. And when we look at jobs, even when Obama says, Sean, that, you know, he, he makes a statement saying, you know, cops have such dangerous jobs. No, they don't. That's you know what that's all media propaganda, brother. You know my dad is, was a construction worker. That's a dangerous job. In the top fifteen of worst jobs or most dangerous jobs to have, the police department, law enforcement doesn't even crack the top fifteen. Yeah, I the agree most with dangerous that. job in America is being a logger. Yep, logger. Uh, I believe that a uh, 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 cab driver's on there, or fisherman's there on go. there, there uh, lineman's there on there. I mean, it's not. But you know what? When was the last time a fisherman went up to a park and shot a 12-year-old kid dead in less than three seconds? When was the last time a fisherman stopped and frisked you? When was the last time a fisherman took away all your constitutional rights just because they just felt like doing it or maybe killed your cousin on your front porch? And if someone else in another profession did that, they would face what? repercussions and consequences yep. and that's all we really want sean in any profession you you have if, if you make a mistake at your job you you run the risk of being held accountable again that that's that's what everybody misses in what's happening here we we've seen as you went to tamara rice there and and so many different stories that we could talk about let's bring up you know i talked about the the white guy in the in the white t-shirt that had his headphones in that was shot in the back. Basically. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, uh, Dylan, Dylan, uh, Taylor, Dylan. I think. Yeah, yeah, I think I think you're right. You know, you got him. You got the white girl up in North Carolina or South Carolina that was leaving the uh, the uh, uh, field party and was freaked out. She was a daycare teacher. Uh, and she got freaked out because the cops were there. She was underage drinking, and she went to, to, to drive around the cop, and the cop jumped in front of the car and put a bullet in her head because he was feared for his life. You know, it it it, it it's. It's scary that it's happening so much. And, and again, uh, earlier I discussed how it mainly is the, the, the death of blacks that, that, that they promote on this. And they do that because they want the racial divide. They don't want us, you know, the white guy and the black guy 
talking about these things. They, they don't want that to happen. So they have to make sure that the white people that are killed in the law, by, by law enforcement is kind of pushed away and we don't talk about that. You know, we just want to talk about the black ones because that makes the racial divide happen. That's true. I, I agree with that. You know, but, but the other thing is there's so many white folks who are actually in law enforcement because it's a popular gig. I mean, if you live in a small town in America, the police officers are respected for the most part. I don't listen. People need not listen to this propaganda, man. Cops are still respected by large segments of our society. Mm -hmm. That's not the situation, man. People don't walk around saying they hate cops. People are afraid of cops, but they don't walk around just detesting cops. Okay, so if you live in a small town, probably in rural America, middle America, in the Midwest, look, guys, being a cop is still a good job to have. It's probably one of the better jobs to have left the daggone community. So, you know, this idea that, you know, everyone's against cops, that's just not true. Right. But I cover stories of white guys getting killed by cops. You know, Zachary Hammond, he got killed by a cop. He went to take a girl he barely knew to pick up a $10 bag of weed. And when he tried to drive away, mm -hmm. just like the story you just described, the cop jumped in front of the car, then moved, and then shot the kid as he drove, shot him in the, back, him. Of the, uh, yep. in the back of the head. Yep. Shot him through the, the driver, through the driver's window, he shot him. Right, there you go. Yeah, I know the story. Now, look, now, there you go. Now, how is how are you fearing for your life if the guy has already passed you? Well, you can't, you, can't fear, the you can't fear for your life if you've put yourself in the position to fear for your life. That, that, that is null and void, in my opinion. When you, put the, when you do the action that puts the fear right. in you, that's on you then. And if you kill somebody because you put, did the action, because, listen, as a concealed carry permit holder down here in Florida, right, if, if, if mm -hmm. I caused the situation and I... Um, aggravate the situation to where I have to use deadly force, I can be held accountable for that. Right. You should, yes, you should, if, you don't, if you're the one who initiated it. Right. right. Yeah, exactly. And, and that should be held up for a police officer also. <laughs> you know, it's part of that culture, man, was this, this worship culture, man, where, I, and I think that's what's happening. Unfortunately for these cop apologists, it's becoming to the regular person's attention that cops sometimes make mistakes. Man, look at all the money that's been made off fabricating a myth that cops are above reproach, man. But look again, at if all you... of the movies and all the books and all of the crap America has, you know, has sold for, for, you know, for decades on cops from Beretta to the Rockford Files to you know, he'll see blues. I mean, just think about it. Kojak. I mean, they <laughs> built an industry on the backs of cops are above the law, and cops are the good guys all the time. Well, and that, go and women, that goes back to the long-term. That goes back to the long-term plan, though, man. Listen, I believe that the that the the global elite, the rulers of our of our world, the people that really are controlling what happens every day have a plan that they've had in place for a hundred years, a hundred and fifty years. And of course they, they change it here and there. And in order to complete that plan, they have to prepare everybody for the plan. So just what you said was the preparation to get the divide that we see today. You get the you get the average good hard working person that's gonna go, oh the cops always right. You get the the white you get the white black trash end that's going to say the cops always wrong, and then you get the people in the middle that are going, well, wait a second, no, you're both wrong, right? 
and that's where the right. divide is continued. Right. And and it, it doesn't happen overnight. They don't they don't develop these plans in a couple days. This is a a, a century long plan. <laughs> it's working. It's working very well, man. One of the problems I have is when I cover a Zachary Hammond, when I co- cover a, a story of a white kid getting killed by cops unnecessarily, man, horrific stories, man. I, I can tell you stories. I, I was just, I used to cover this stuff almost exclusively because it used to get to me so much I'd have to step away from it. A man, they go to the wrong door, Sean. This is, you know, they're looking for the wrong guy. He doesn't live there. And they awake this guy in his house and, and, and the guy tells them to get out. They won't. They get in a fight. They kill a guy on his own porch. And they're at the wrong house to begin with. You know, these families writing me, you know, novels telling me of what happens, you know. And, and, and when I do the story, it doesn't get any traction. No one wants to talk about it. Because it, do, it doesn't do follow a narrative. Brown video, there you go. That's, and that, but I'm talking about average. I'm not, now I know the mainstream media doesn't follow it. But we got to start waking up our citizens. They got to start caring more. They got to start sharing this stuff. Well, that, you know what I'm saying? That's I mean, where what we do. That's where where yeah. what we do really matters, man. Us independent little guys that have, that are fighting. I mean, you're not that little. I, I apologize for saying that. No, no, no. I'm, shoot, I ain't CNN guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, listen. I got I got a lot of feedback when they found when some people found out I had you, and some people I respect. You know, like man, that that was a good land. Uh, Matt Matt Mauser, uh That's somebody you know. Maybe you can reach out to and do an interview with him. He works with Bubba. Oh, that'll work. I don't turn down nothing but my collar, man. I don't care if you got one listener. One is better than none. I don't care go. how many. It's not about the amount. It's about the depth, baby. I believe that. Now, Tim, Get for the last... people and build. There you go. For the, for the last moment here, I want you to be able to promote uh, how people can find oh. you because it took me a moment. You know, like I said, I saw your video yesterday. I'm like, I got to talk to this guy. So I went and I found everything, and then you were doing a show last night. I'm like, oh, let me let me check out what he's going to talk about. And you and I had already <laughs> gone back and forth a little bit by that point in time. Uh, and, right. And, and I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, this guy and I need to talk. And, and I'd love to get you, you know, on a on a regular, even if it's every three months or, or whatever you want to do, man, I, I would love to bring you on. I do once-a-week show. Uh, you know, just come on, do an hour with me, because I, like, I really like long time like that where we can really get into stuff. Yeah, it did, it did fly by, didn't it, Sean? Like, it's like uh, it's been a half an hour already almost. It's wild. Yeah, it is. That's because the conversation's good, bro. That's, that's a great sign. I love it when it goes quick because you know you had a good conversation and, and you know, leave people wanting more, man, but... To answer your question, man, look, man, you know where to find me, Sean. Folks, go to imtimblack.com. That'll redirect you to where all my videos are. I got over a 1,000 videos. Go through my library. You'll see me talking about these issues. You'll see my videos on Zachary Hammond, Alex Rodriguez. I mean, color is not the issue. The issue is money. Rich black folks don't go to jail either. You know, <laughs> and, and we need to talk about Native Americans, too, man. I get it all the time. Native Americans are actually the most disenfranchised group of people in America. They go to jail at twice the rate of black people and white people. That's what we need to be talking about. But I just want to throw that in there. Oh, that's but, a great, uh, no, that's a great thing, man. On Twitter, brother. Huh? That, that's a great thing you bring that up because, you know, if you think about it, what you just said, and they're probably the lowest population of this country, and they're seeing it worse. That's why that's why they have such a level of alcoholism, man, because they're depressed as hell. But anyway. Amazing, man. That that's a great topic. And maybe we can do a show about that one one night. You know, that'd be a great topic not, to man. cover. Why not, brother? Let's do it.
All right, well, hey, listen, man, I really appreciate your time. Tim Black, the Tim Black Show. Just Google him. You'll find him. Uh, like you say, he's got all the videos out there. I like the, I like his presentation. I like his attitude. I just, you, you've got a personality about you, man. And, and just keep going with what I've seen of you. I, I just, I really like it and I really appreciate it. I'm going to share you with some of my other uh, radio host guys that, that like interviews. Hey, man, thank you, Sean, man. I appreciate it. I appreciated the interview, man. It was nice, easy flowing. I like the setup, man, and hopefully we can work together again, man. All right, I look Thanks. forward to it. I'll be reaching out to your people and all, man. Peace out. Peace, brother. There goes Tim Black, man. I appreciate his time. You guys know how this rolls. It's the first 52. I had a great interview. I felt good with that. I like him. I like the way we talked. I'll be back with you guys next week. Yeah, I love you guys. Just be human beings. Think about what was said tonight. Think about how important it is. Be safe. Love you guys. Let's investigate the consequence of a bittersweet loss of sense of weapon in a war against ourselves. The setting sun is loading guns. Don't be afraid of mistakes. Emotions misplaced To love or to hate I don't know what to do We're all lost and confused Just trying to get through in this world Always trying to prove that we're worth What it takes But it takes a long time In the dirt to see grace But I'm trying to be real they tend to be fake When I'm risking it all With no time to waste Fuck this red race I'm leaving this place It's time to blast off Destination space With the sunset hung behind us And the universe to blind us From the moon we'll watch the whole Free, unguided through the beautiful, the silent with the light show from a passing UFO lost in the glow of the unknown. Please don't go. And I don't know how I got here or how I'm getting home But right from day one, I've been in this alone With odds stacked against, I've been drowning in stress They said, can you take more? I said, give me what's left An old man once told me, Allie, don't have a love back Keep your eyes on that prize and give them hell to your death this is a test, just a frequency check for intelligent life. Now it's time to connect. It's an SOS, the death's been sent. So now we just wait and hope for the best. With the sunset hung behind us and the universe to blind us from the moon, we'll watch the whole world explode. Moving free, unguided through the beautiful, the silent with the light show from a passing UFO, lost in the glow of the
The sunset hung behind us In the universe the blind us From the moon we'll watch the whole world explode Moving free and guided Through the beautiful, the silent When the light shone from a passing UFO Lost in the glow Of the you guys so much thanks first 52 is the bump diggity Let me go. 